0: If you return to work after a long vacation, you get the case of the grumples. You just start to hate everything. Your boss, your co-workers, your job. I feel like that's what's been going on in Major League Baseball since the All-Star break. For instance, things got contentious between Nick Castellanos and a reporter in the Phillies clubhouse on Saturday night.
1: Did you uh, hear the booms there when you struck out and they playing right the game there? No, man, I lost my hearing. <laughs> so you didn't hear them. Come on, man, That's a stupid question. Why is it a stupid question? Can anybody else answer that for him? Anybody? Yeah, man, That's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. If it's a stupid question, you should be equipped to answer all right, all right, it. I, I did
0: answer all right. it. All right, all right. The answer we have is a stupid we question. The, we got the answers. That, that doesn't good. mean that I can't say that. It's a stupid question. It wasn't
1: a stupid question. It's a of course, question. I, if I heard the booze, is, this, is 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 that's a rhetorical question. Of course it's a stupid did question. Did you hear the booze?
0: That's a stupid question. We got the answer. We're good. Thanks, guys. We're you
1: should be able to handle a stupid
0: question. I did. Is it a dumb question? Probably. Like, you got to phrase it better. Like, of course he heard the booze. You just have to phrase the question better. Like, okay, you probably heard the booze during your last at-bat, Nick. Do you have any response to that? Do you want to say anything to the Philly fans? That's how you kind of go around that question. Don't ask the question, did you hear it? That goes without saying. Of course he heard it. He's not deaf. Let's move on. I'd say Madison Bumgarner also got a case of the Grumples, but I'm pretty sure that dude is permanently Grumples, so, like, take it with a grain of salt. Bumgarner took exception to Victor Robles' celebration after he knocked a solo homer in the eighth inning against Arizona while trailing
1: 7-1. What did you think of uh, Robles' reaction to that home run? As a clown. Howly. No shame. No shame. Like, it's 7-1. You hear your third homer of the year, you act like Barry Bonds breaking the record clean it up i don't care about getting up the run nobody i mean hell we won seven to two eight to two whatever it was uh that's uh frustrating that's the i'm the old grumpy guy i know but that type of stuff didn't that didn't used to happen now it's it's that's ridiculous
0: it's tough to tell how celebratory robles really got from the broadcast camera angles it wasn't some massive bat flip or slow trot he definitely admired it for a hot second after contact. If I was down six runs in the eighth inning, I probably wouldn't be admiring anything. I'm all for letting the kids play. I'm not saying Bumgarner was in the right, labeling Robles as a clown, because it really didn't look like that big of a pimp job. But a last place team admiring a solo shot when trailing by half a dozen runs, objectively is a bad look. All right, that's enough negativity. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. The Red Sox didn't lose by 23 runs. So there's that. They lost again, and Raphael Devers is headed to the injured list. So, yeah, that kind of blows. Yes, yeah, the whole happy thought segment is off to a rocky start. Uh, Mookie Betts smacked his 200th career dinger in the Dodgers series-clinching victory over San Francisco. Mookie already has accumulated a 50-plus war, 150 stolen bases, and 200 homers before turning 30 years old. He is one of only a handful of players to have put up those numbers at that age in MLB history. Shohei Otani homered, the Angels lost, shocker. I'm just going to copy and paste that last sentence into every day's episode at this point. I'll leave you here with a fun one. Jackson Holliday, the number one pick in the 2022 MLB draft, agreed to a $8.19 million signing bonus with Baltimore. That means... The Baltimore Orioles' two highest paid players this year are Chris Davis, who was not played in two years and made $22 million this year, and 18 year old Jackson Holiday, again, $8.19 million. Chris Davis, $22 million. Jackson Holiday, $8.19 million. The Orioles' highest paid player, actually on their current roster, is Trey Mancini at $7.5 million. So, again, the two highest paid players on the Orioles, one's retired. One's an eighteen year old kid that just got picked in the draft last week. Lowest payroll in the league, and the Orioles are somehow in position to potentially contend for a wild card spot. Uh kinda crazy. So what's the deal with Juan Soto? Anything new, Brooksy? Yo, what up everybody? Brooksy here. Um, as we inch
1: closer to the trade deadline, my uh my brain just starts spinning around, you know, situations and scenarios and just thinking about what the heck's gonna what's gonna happen, you know? It seems like a sure thing that Soto will be traded. Uh, where to is the big question, obviously. You know, you're gonna have to give up some prospects, but the bigger thing is looking down the road and extending this player who just turned down 15 year 440. All right, so we're gonna be looking close to five, five milli, uh, or 500 milli. So, uh, yeah, so that brings me to my other point. Another player who is probably going to be asking for $500 million, Shohei Otani. I think, now, I mean, I said this on Twitter and a lot of people didn't like it, but I think it's time for the Angels to to trade Shohei Otani. Why not? His value right now is higher than it probably will ever be as both a pitcher and a hitter. He's going to probably hit 30 and 100 this year. <clears throat> He's probably going to finish the year with a sub 3 ERA. He's at a 2 4 right now. It could be even lower. Who knows how well he pitches in the second half. But I just I don't think it makes sense. If, if you cannot win as an organization with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, which they've proven this year to be awful, still, after the renovations to their bullpen and their pitching and this and that, they still stink. I get their Shohei is your cash cow. Like he's bringing in tons of, of revenue and ticket sales. I think they're eighth in baseball and ticket sales, yet they're one of the worst teams in baseball. I get it. Um, Mar- uh, what is it, Art Moreno, whatever, their owner, I get it. Like you still need to make money. It's a business. But for your baseball team going forward, you're not going to be able to pay Shohei Otani $500 million. You're just not. You're paying him four point two five per year right now. You're paying Mike Trout uh, a ton of money, uh, Anthony Rendon a ton of money. You think you're going to be able to add more, like tons, like another thirty to forty million dollars a year, forty million dollars a year for Shohei, and still be able to add talent to make this team better? No. Shohei's making just over four million dollars this year, and you still couldn't add enough talent to win with this ball club it's time to trade Otani. it's time to I wish they could trade Trout I don't know if Trout's gonna leave I don't know who wants to take on his contract either Uh, you know 400 and whatever million dollars it it ends up being I don't know what he's owed less than that but 300 and something million dollars is left on his contract you know not not many people are going to step up to take that but I think it's time to trade Otani. Now who who can take him? Who can pay for him? It's going to I mean he likes being in LA. Don't count out the Dodgers. You know, you have to think about these Japanese players like the West Coast because it's a sh- it's a sh- shorter flight back home to Japan. That's part of it for him, his family. They love LA, uh, Seattle, who knows. But never count out the Stevie Cohens of the world who money doesn't matter he just wants to win he guaranteed a world series in the next five years or we're in year two of it right now and they're looking pretty good so I, I another thing so back to juan soto let's say the new york yankees get some prospects together which they have and trade for juan soto great cool he makes your team better now can you keep aaron judge no shot, right? You're not going to pay both of those guys and still be able to pay the rest of your team and add on in free agency like you need to to be competitive like the New York Yankees have to be every year. There is, I feel like it's either Judge or Soto. They're either going to go all in on Soto and not pay Aaron Judge or, you know, just kind of lowball offers, hope that they can get Soto, which won't happen. The Nationals aren't stupid. They're going to get more than what is deserved for Juan Soto just because so many big teams are going to be in on them. Um, so you have to pick one or the other. And I think I, right now Soto is the hot commodity right now. I get it, right? So, but if, but if they go get him, you can count on Aaron Judge signing elsewhere because they're not going to be able to generate that revenue. I don't think they want to go that far over the luxury tax um, to keep both those players and pay everyone else. I don't know. Just some trade deadline thoughts. I'm – spewing nonsense whatever it's fun it's what we do at this time of year all right
0: later bye thanks for tuning in folks this rake 10 full one hour awaken rake episode coming out earlier this next week talk to you all Mignon. save big money now on new siding from lp smart side at menards update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding